You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. It's showtime. Well, it is indeed. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. It's the end of the week, which means we're here to keep you company for the next couple of hours. Kapow. Hello, hello. Good afternoon, Bayside, Greater Bayside. Hope you are doing well. Bianco. Yes. I think this is the show of shows today. I know. We typically don't have a lot of guests on this show. We've got two today. It is peak hour here at Friday Drive. We've got so many guests on the phone, obviously. They can't come in the studio No, but still. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I've got plenty to talk about as well. How are you? I'm really well. I'm so excited because obviously two guests today. (laughs) The the newest one, which is going to be coming up at 4.30, was sprung on me. Mm. But we're having a bit of a reunion. The Friday Drive fam's coming back together. It, it is, yes. Favourite Peter Hitchener is going to be back on the decks, letting us know what's coming up on Channel 9 News tonight. Yeah, and just hearing how he's been going, because oh. he's, you know, the one thing that I love about Hitch, mm. he's been posting a lot of positive images, you know, beautiful flowers that he sees on his walks, and he's been walking uh, his neighbour's dog too. I have seen that. Jasper. It'll be so good to catch up with him because the world has changed so much since he was on. I think it was last year, it would be. Or maybe even a year before that, potentially. It's been a while. But But hey, that's one guest. Yes. We also have another one. The List King himself. The List King, Bruno Boucher, who, if you don't know him as the List King, currently serving Carl Sanderlin's manager. (laughs) No biggie, guys, no biggie. He's the List King. He is the List King. List. And I've got some really hard-hitting questions to ask him, particularly about a list he done he's done recently. He listed one of our iconic landmarks in our state in a bottom tier of his list. Yeah, pretty much the way it works is he has a top tier all the way down to the bottom, different topics, causing a lot of controversy online, so we look forward to hearing from him. <laughs> and, of course, a lot more. We'd love to hear from you, 0404 736 Let us know what you're getting up to on this weekend. We're so close, guys. So, so close. Some of you may already be in your weekend, in which case it's appropriate to say good evening, I think. Good evening. Kapow. Bianco. It's been confirmed during the week that one of the biggest things that happens around this time of year is moving up north. Yes. For obvious reasons. I'm talking about our great game of AFL. They're playing the AFL Grand Final in Queensland. That's confirmed at the Gabba. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic that we're able to have a Grand Final. Really happy with that. But I'm a little saddened by it. Yeah. And I've been doing some thinking and I, I couldn't help but think to myself, what are those things that we love that have just been taken from us. And it may have only been temporary, Yep. but then eventually they've come back to us. Yeah. Well, this is very interesting because I was going to bring up, Bianco, that a certain beverage company, I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, no. They have realized that a lot of us are missing going out and socializing with mates and particularly a beer garden at a pub. Okay. So you know what they've done during these crazy times? What's that? They have decided to bottle up the scent of their most popular beverage. Yes, yeah. And sell it as a fragrance where they have described it as being a beer garden in a bottle. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting and absolutely embracing even the (laughs) hardships of these times by turning it into a massive marketing ploy. But still, that's something there. People are missing going and being in a beer garden or being at their favorite hotel or bar or whatever, hanging out with friends. So why not bottle it up and just spray it over you? 
I really do. Well, I don't necessarily miss the smell of no, that said substance either. being sprayed everywhere because somebody's going, oh, and they've dropped it all over their mates. Yep. I don't necessarily no. miss that. But just the whole being able to do that. Yes, we're missing a lot at the moment in our great state. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit sad. But particularly, I know we're in spring now. Spring has finally sprung. I don't know about, don't know about you, but when I was walking up the ramp... At my local train station the other day, because I did catch the train. Yes, they are a lot quieter for those wanting to know. Thank you. I was wondering. I could. I just got a woof of the air on me. A whiff, even. A woof, whiff, whatever. A yep. huff and a puff, and it blew me down. Oh, and I hope not. No, I didn't. It wasn't that strong. But I got, I got some wind, some good wind, and I just sort of embraced it. I was like, oh, this is such refreshing wind to cop. Because it's spring, it's sprung, and I don't know about you, but living around the area that we're quite fortunate to live in, when you get that fresh breeze just mm-hmm. strike you, especially when you know it's it's no longer winter, we've gone into spring, it's just like, I can dig it. Yeah, it's very pleasant. It's not that abrasive cold that we're so yeah, used to. No. But you know, you can just sort of tell. Yeah, it's in the air, Bianco. In the air. I was, I was disappointed that we'd lost the grand final, for obvious reasons, but... Spring. So you win some, you lose some. That's it. It's all about balance, guys. Yeah. See, the fortunate thing for Queensland, or not so fortunate thing, is they're always sort of got spring weather. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's going to be nice conditions. Imagine the grand final on like a 34 degree day, though, Mm -hmm. because that's likely what it's going to be. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, 0404 736. Anything come to mind for you? Things that you've... Well, I think it was more towards like the socializing, like big gatherings with friends, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. But we'll get back to it soon, guys. Can we just say on the text line before we go to a song, people are way too enthusiastic to have guests on this show today. (laughs) Should we be offended? No. Good. I don't think so. It's been a while since we last had somebody on the show. It's been so long. I think it was Dylan Buckley we had on last. He was great. Great company. Anyway, 0404-000-736. Text us in any time. We'd love to hear from you. Is there something that's gone elsewhere that's come back or it hasn't come back? And how are you feeling about it? Because I'm yeah, a little devastated that we're not going to see football played, finals football played in Victoria this year. But, you know, at least we've got it. It'll be back, Bianco. Shepard's got a new song. I've got a story about them too. Tell you about it after this. I did mention the grand final before, things that you're missing, and obviously the AFL grand final is not going to be in Victoria. Carl and Catherine here with you for your Friday, in case you've just joined us. I did something. I went and expressed my concern on social media over the potential choice for the entertainment for the grand final. Okay, yep, important. Now, when I first started out at Southern FM, Shepard was starting out also, and I loved playing their music, but the one mistake I made was that I used to say they were from Western Australia. I do recall this. That's not correct. They're actually, they are an, a proud Aussie band and we love Shepard. Yes. But they're actually from Queensland. That they are. And remembering that, I decided to send out a little message on social media and tag them in it saying, I'll be disappointed if we are Shepard, don't get a call up for the grand final being a Queensland Aussie band. Good call. Because let's just remember for a second, the entertainment at the grand final is the actual event. The sport is just the supporting really. And guess what I got back? What? A tweet. You're from, joking. From really? Shepard. They tweeted me back Amazing. and they said, ha ha, we love it. Wait, so are you saying, because Bayside Lunch actually brought this up and also put them forth, mm. that if I that actually ex- happens. I got the exclusive. 
you should get some manager cuts. No, no, I'm not. Don't want anything for it. I just want to make it on the record, make it known on the record that it was my idea. Okay. If Gil, if you're looking for ideas, my Twitter feed. You'll find me saying... Oh, I'm sure well, your Twitter shepherd. feed would give him plenty of ideas. No, he'd probably look at that and revoke my membership for my football club. No, I'm not that bad. I just I show an incredible bias to a particular football club. And how's that going up. today, actually? Oh, just fantastic. Yeah? We won't Still go there. as big a fan? Let's take a break. Now, Bianco, yeah. 25 minutes past four. 25 minutes of the show so far. I'm about to make a big call. Wow, that's unlike you to make a big call. I know, so early into the show. So early. You, it? 25 minutes past five, I would have said sure, but 25 minutes past four. Crazy. Very crazy. Crazy, but we're mixing things up today once and for all. Okay. So, pretty much, I'm about to put something into the universe, which history has shown in the past when I've done this on this very show, it has come into fruition. Mm. Okay. Now, of course, I'm going to talk about the TV Week Logie Awards, which have been cancelled this year. However, they should be back with a vengeance next year. Well, why didn't you bring this up before when I said, do you have something? Does something come to mind? That's no, been can- no, no, no. I'm not, I don't miss the Logies. Like, oh. obviously, tragic that they were cancelled. Well, okay. But I'm looking into the future. So I'm apo- a forward-thinking uh, Apologies to Carrie-Anne and all those people that actually really do like I the do Logies. Li- I love the Logies. I just, in this instance, 2020. You've just offended them all. Irrelevant. You've- because... Uh, 2021 is where it's at, Bianco. Undervalued what they mean to so many people. Well done. Well, on this, okay. Last year's Logies, and this is why I am caring so much about this platform. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but we had a conversation on this show about a certain actress who may or may not have appeared on Ramsey Street, who got killed off, even though she was a pivotal character, and she was sort of an underdog in the sense where she wasn't really recognised for her amazing body of work. And so I said on this very show, damn it, Sonia from Neighbours needs to get a Logie yeah. for her contribution to the show and for tragically getting killed off and now working as an acting coach. Do I know, the, do the I know this actress? Have I? Yeah, because eventually what happened on the show was a couple of months after I mentioned it, what happened? <laughs> she won a Logie? She won a Logie. Wow. Does that show ever win a Logie? No, on that one occasion, she did. Now, I'm about to make that happen again, and I want this audio preserved, Producer Jack, so when the Logies finally come back, you will see that this has happened again, and I'll tell you why. So, gather around, everybody, because it's time to talk about the Logie Awards Okay, can you speed it up a little bit? We've got to go to a song so we can get Peter Hitchin Okay, on. well, basically, all I want to talk about is how amazing Osher Ginsberg was during the week. Okay telling yes. the contestants that they had to wrap up production because of COVID. It was the most dramatic thing I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> if he doesn't win a Logie, he deserves an Academy Award. He used terms of phrase like, we can no longer keep you safe. This is the end. We should get back. Nothing appeals to us more than finding love. We get choked up. This breaks our heart. He got emotional himself. It was incredible. So all I'm going to say, Osha, 2021... Give the man a Logie. Calling it. Wins a Logie. And the winner of the award for most well-presented presenter of a reality TV show is Osha. It's going to happen. And you know what? I know because me and Osha have a deep connection where once I also tweeted out something back on the days when I was on Twitter (laughs) and I said, Osha Ginsberg, if The Bachelor no longer becomes your thing... I think you would be an incredible celebrant. 
And he tweeted back and was like, you have just tapped something within me that I didn't even recognise. And then he went and got trained. I'm disappointed that he didn't just reply back with, noted. (laughs) I am Osher Ginsberg's life coach. It's going to happen. It's been a few years, I'm going to say, since we've had this great man on our show. But it's so great to have the one, the only, Peter Hitchner back on Southern FM. Hitchie, how are you? Hey, Hitchie. Hello, Catherine, and hello, Carl. Thank you very much for having me back on your Logie Award-deserving show, even though, of course, that is a television award. But, hey, let's not worry about that. It's, it's <laughs> and thank you for having me. How have you been? What news? We've been really well. How are you going? Because the world has changed so much since we last spoke to you. Yes, hasn't it? And, it? and it's amazing. Everyone is, I think, just knocked out at how quickly things have changed. It wasn't like... Well, you know, it's going to happen in the next couple of years. It's bang, it happens straight away. And uh, suddenly here we are in a very different place. And uh, look, it's, it just takes a bit of getting used to. I think we're resilient and resourceful people. And so uh, if we can't catch up with, with our mates, you know, once upon a time, you might have gone out for Friday night, catch up with all your friends and things. Now, of course, Friday night, like every other night, is spent at home. <laughs> after 8 o'clock lockdown, but hey, that's all right. We get used to these things. So I reckon it's, uh, it's interesting, and, and um, if it's going to help us keep one another safe and going to help us get out of this as quickly as possible, then I don't mind uh, curtailing my, uh, my usual activities because I think it's worth it. 100%. Yeah, and speak- 100%. And speaking of activities, Hitchy, how are you keeping yourself occupied in lockdown? Oh, well, all sorts of things. I have found that occasionally I'm finding myself in the kitchen in, in these <laughs> days, these evenings. And um, my kitchen, my cooking stopped about 40 years ago. So I'm going back to the sort of things that were around back in the 70s. Um, I, I, I speak here of things like tuna mornay, oh. <laughs> avocado vinaigrette. Ooh. <laughs> Grilled cheese on toast. Yes. <laughs> Vegetable soup. And that's about as far as I go, but it's good fun and it, it is diverting. It just, you know, captures your attention for a little while. So cooking, um, I, I had the pleasure of walking one of my neighbor's dogs. Uh, this dear neighbor of mine is unable to walk his dog because uh, of a medical condition. His dog is the most beautiful Siberian husky you have ever seen in all your life. She, she is uh, 13, going on 14 years old, so she's not a spring chicken, but you should see her dash down the street. Once we get going, I have to, I have to actually jog to keep up with her. She's just a cracking <laughs> face, and she's so beautiful. And when I arrive at her place, I see, I think is I've said hello to her for, for years without no, knowing or meeting her owner. But the other day, he was in the garden, and he said, would you, like to, would you like to walk her? And I said, yes, I would. I'd love to. And so uh, we've been walking for quite a while now. And every time I arrive in the morning, she starts howling. Oh, you know, the way <laughs> Siberian huskies can. She says, oh, this is amazing. You're the person who walks me. All right, let's go. And so we have the best time. And um, so it's not, it's not hard to get out and have your allotted hours exercise when you've got um, a Siberian husky, a female dog with, with a boy's name. Her name is Jasper. But hey, it doesn't matter. She doesn't care. And uh, <laughs> off we go, and we have the best hour 
and uh, she, I must say, if I if I have to curtail our visit and and just walk for half an hour, she gets very, very disappointed and slows up considerably as we're heading back to her place because it's as if to say, "Hey, hang on a minute, I'm being shortchanged here, and I don't like it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have to try and explain the best way possible. You have to go and upload your your positive post for the day across social media. That's why you've got to cut it short. <laughs> oh yes. Well, look, that's true. I must say that social media does take up a fair bit of time. But uh, I, I try to just share stuff that people will find interesting or get a laugh out of, or just something to lift the spirits a bit because it's easy to. To, uh, despite my mention of how uh, resourceful and resilient we are, it is easy yeah. to find yourself feeling a bit down in the dumps, and I don't want anybody to, to feel that way. So if I can cheer cheer them up a little with a picture of a beautiful dog or something like that, um, why not? Yeah. You're doing some fantastic work, all, all, always Hitch, of course, through through the news at night, and you're always so generous with your time. We always appreciate you jumping on for a chat. I've just, you know, the one thing that I, I can appreciate that you've been doing is your social media posts because you, you never don't upload something, whether it's mm. a picture of some lovely flowers you've seen or a picture with Jasper. It, 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 I think it makes yeah. a lot of people smile. Well, I, I, I appreciate your feedback and I thank you, Carl, because um, it, it's something that is, it's a deliberate policy. I think, well, let's put something up, um, even if it's, it's flowers. Now, the flower shots, I don't have a wonderful garden, not just yet, although I'd say if this lockdown goes on much longer, I will have. But in the meantime, on my walks, my Logie Award-deserving walks with the fabulous Jasper, I take photographs of neighbours' gardens and plants, not in any invasive way, I just... You know, just if there's a nice little daisy bush or something, I'd just get a pic of that without identifying whose house it is or where it is. And um, it's funny how people respond to those things. You put up wattle at the moment and everybody <laughs> gives you feedback about sneezing. And I, I can go along with that because, oh boy, this time of the year I've become a sneezopotamus, um, <laughs> as everyone does, thanks to the wattle. <laughs> but, you know, it's a bit of fun and people seem to understand it's a bit of fun. And while occasionally on Twitter you'll find somebody who's um, not quite so friendly and warm and fuzzy, but everywhere else on Snapchat and on uh, Insta and also on Facebook, people are nice and they get the joke and they know what it's all about and it's good fun. I wonder if you'd find a sneezopotamus at the zoo. (laughs) Oh, the zoo. I love the zoo. See, that's the thing. We are media partners of Zoos Victoria uh, at Nine News, so I get to go along to a whole lot of zoo functions. Haven't been for a while, but there are some snow leopard cubs that are just gorgeous. I've been having a look at them online. They are so cheeky and so beautiful. And, um, oh, look, there's elephants and all sorts of things. Heelsville Sanctuary, oh, how beautiful is that with those lovely dingoes and, um, and the, bird, the bird show. And one day, hopefully it's not going to be too long, but one day we will be able to get back to visit our wonderful attractions. When, when that happens, of course, we've got, to get a, we've got to get out and spend money and support money in restaurants yeah. and, um, and the zoos and the art gallery. And, and just when it's safe and when we're allowed to do it, uh, I would urge everybody to get behind our local businesses because they really will be struggling at the moment. And uh, we want them to succeed and flourish because we live in the greatest city in the world. So let's make sure we keep it that way. Absolutely. And who knows, Hitchy, you might be able to walk some of the wildlife next. You've moved up from the Huskies. Oh. Snow leopards could be in your sights. <laughs> well, 
Oh, they're so beautiful. I say, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the snow leopards or seen them on video. There's heaps of videos of them. They're cheeky little things. And they have this ability to spring from standing to sort of what looks like 50 meters in the air just, just for the fun of it. Or if something scares them or something, oh, they jump in the air. They're so beautiful. But I think they, I, I don't think you actually get to, to handle them or touch them. But I know that the, the keepers, the zoo staff, just love them. They love all their, their animals and they, uh, they have very special bonds with the animals and uh, they do a marvellous job. And from what I hear from them, the animals are missing us, the public, yeah. because they were so used yeah. to us and we're not there anymore. But hopefully we'll be back in time. Definitely. And what can we look forward to tonight from six? Well, tonight in Nine News, I think everybody is talking about what happened on the Gold Coast. Now, mm. as we know, uh, it's been controversial, the, the, uh, the, the hub, the quarantine hub in Queensland, and somehow how the AFL has managed to get everybody there, get the games played, get the, get the schedule happening, get the grand final all, uh, all signed up uh, with the Gabba under lights. And then two Richmond players mm. are... At a strip club, so that's one of our big stories tonight. Yeah, Excellent. and and plenty more, of course, from six p six pm on Channel Nine. You can catch Peter Hitchner, and you can also catch Tony Tony Jones, and it'll be Madison oh. tonight. Madeline Slattery doing Peter. the um the weather. Oh, I imagine. Yes. Oh, lovely, Maddie. So uh, Monday through Thursday, it's Lavinia Nixon who who does the weather, and then on Fridays. Saturday and Sunday is Maddie Slattery, who's just a one, another wonderful talent. See, that's the thing. All these young kids that I work with are so fabulous. They are so good at what they do. And so if you cross to any of our young reporters out on the road um, and, and you need a minute or a minute ten or whatever the time it, the duration is, they will give you that 50 seconds or a minute or a minute ten or whatever it is without any repetition, without umming or ahhing. They just nail it every time and I think how do you do that they are so good so I'm lucky I work with wonderful people and uh, Tony Jones and Maddie Slattery are two of the best and I'm very lucky and they work with you the best of them all absolutely look forward to oh, no, I'm a hack <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hack and we know it <laughs> thank you hey, look, look forward to watching you tonight Hitch thanks for joining us today really appreciate it again we hope to talk to you again soon lovely to talk to you both take care kids cheers Hey, uh, is there something that you're particularly grateful at the moment, grateful for? Oh, look, a lot of things. I think this time has really made us, it's literally made us all stop and reflect on what's going on in life, whether yeah. it be our own or just in general. And yeah, I think we I've become a lot more appreciative for everything, really. And just our health and, of course, our healthcare workers in particular, and mm. the amazing work they're doing. Yeah, 100%. Couldn't disagree with you on that one. I couldn't agree with you anymore with you than that on yeah. that one. I can get my sentences out correctly. They've just been killing it with everything oh. they've done. Absolutely, you know, head over heels, just working hard 24-7 to make sure everybody's A-OK and they do a fantastic job. Absolutely. And I'm friends with quite a few people who are nurses and just seeing their social media and what they're doing and, like, the injuries they're getting from wearing masks and how exhausted they are, you know, yeah. it's incredible and we cannot give them enough praise. We yep. really can't. Yeah, we really, we've... Uh, we've Handled everything very well, considering the circumstances. Mm -hmm. One thing that I'm grateful for... Is me. Uh, well, yeah, of course, always. Mondays between 7 and 9 and Fridays between 4 and 6. That's the times that I'm grateful it's for. It's your you. blessed hours. That's it. Four hours a week, I'm blessed. Hashtag blessed. Blessed. <laughs> blessed. 
Online shopping, I reckon, is another one. <sighs> don't, no, don't start me. I, the other day, went through how many emails I've gotten from Australia Post. I don't want to say. <laughs> Have you really been that bad? Oh, no, but, like, I mean, this is over the course of the two lockdowns. So this one, I've been a bit better. Backdating, is it? Oh, yeah. As in just looking, if I searched in my emails, Australia Post, and I just saw how many came through, I'm like, oof. Wow. Yeah. See, it, I'm grateful because it allowed me to get my new PC at home. How's that going? Good. Yeah? Yeah, it's been good. quite good. How's your room? Good. Better. Oh, good. Yeah. That's the other thing it's allowed me to do, a clean out. Oh, a lot of people have asked me. Spring saying, cleaning. how's he going with that? Because they were concerned after last week. But I did spring cleaning on the verge of spring. Yeah, that was nice. Pre-spring. On the cusp of spring. It was my pre-spring cleaning. Hmm. In my spring cleaning still to come. I've got more time to do more spring spring cleaning. Watch this space, Helen Bianco. It's the best time to clean spring. I'm honestly beginning to think spring is what I'm most grateful for. I uh, the weather it just changes your mood. I think being in lockdown and it being miserable outside really just added to it. Yeah, you know. Whereas now having the sun out, being able to really make the most of that one hour exercise period outdoors, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently somebody in this building doesn't like spring. Where's the Glen 20? I don't know, but it needs to be sprayed. <laughs> oh, Apologies for our producer. I'm so sorry if you actually did hear that. <laughs> that was that was so loud that it came through both studios. Yeah, so we, I think that was his way of saying we're grateful for producer Jack as well, if I can get my sentence out. I think so. I think that's... <laughs> did you hear that? I struggled so much to say that. Yeah, we're, we're grateful for Jack. I know. If you've got something you're grateful for, we'd love to hear from you. 0404 0036. Because I'm sure I'm not the only one that's grateful for a lot of things out there. I'm grateful for my friendships and my families. Mm. Fam- families? Yeah, families. How many families do you have? Because uh, you've got two sides of the family, so ah, it's families. Yes. That's what I meant, of course. I we're just ha- dropping bombshells left, right and centre today. I don't have any children of my own, hey, just um, for the record. What's yeah. your twin brother's name? Craig. Okay, you're clearly the evil one. No, I'm not the evil one. Eh. I actually don't have a twin brother, just for the record. <laughs> That's from the second family. <laughs> oh, okay. His choice of art is your song. It's called In a Dream. That's what Catherine's in right now. <laughs> it appears that you may be getting messages from somebody in my family. and I'm- So I like to stay connected and I also like to know the facts, Bianco. So I don't just know how to react before to this. this song, I asked you a question. How was your room going? Which wasn't really from me. It was from Bayside in general. Can I just say for the record, I do know that I need to clean it more. It can be cleaned better and it will be cleaned better. Okay. Well, Helen Bianco, the one and only, has messaged in after you said you've done your spring cleaning. You've got some more to go. You did say that. Can we just put it on the record? It's not a text message to our text line 0404 736. This is a personal message she has sent you. Yeah, because obviously it needs to be said. And Helen says, only a small amount of spring cleaning, Catherine. Can't see it anywhere. Laughing emojis. Thank you for that, Helen. I like the facts. Okay. Mum, can you please not message my co-host on social media? If you have a message to Relay, please message me first. Thank you. PSA, done. No. Keep them coming, Helen. I just want all the bombshells. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Next hour, Helen just keeps messaging me little bombshells here and there about you. Each segment, bang. Carl's life story and tidbits for you to get through. This is your life, Bianco. No, not happening. Let's go to the news. I've, uh, I've got to bring you some sad news. No. Mm. And it's a further update from what I've brought you in 
weeks past. An extension, if you will. It is. See, this one just flew straight past me, this story. I was going to say, I was amazed you didn't bring it up. Oh, it was absolutely devastating news, finding this out. Apparently, (sighs) the Bachelorette Ali had been on The Bachelor before that and Paradise, you name it. She's been on all the franchises. Really unfortunate news that the love of her life, the one that she didn't get engaged to, but it was looking pretty serious and... You know, they were public, they were everywhere, they were doing everything together, they were dyeing each other's hair, they were, you know, you name it. They did it together because they were a couple. Turns out, they were just a couple of besties. <laughs> it's just, oh, I don't know, I, I don't know what I can say, Kapow, but I'm just lost for words because this is just another one that's failed. I know. How many have we got left? Like two couples? Uh, I don't know. Maybe? Well, who's still together? Maddie J? Still with? Oh, they are rock solid. The cat woman? Laura. The that's cat it. woman. Lady and a cat? Yep, Isn't that a name? It. That's her name. Yeah. Still with the cat woman? Mm-hmm. Sam and Snedge? Yeah, we don't talk about them. Georgia Love is still in love. Yeah, and Tim good. and Anna expecting a baby. Wow. So there is some hope out there. There is. Unless you're. The honey badger. Oh, That didn't go down so well. That was unfortunate. He's coming up on a new show. May his TV return, the badger. It turns out if you're a badger or if you're an astronaut, or you want to be an, astro- an astronaut, isn't that... What was his name? Matt? Oh, Matt Agnew. Dr. Matt Agnew. Was he a wannabe astronaut? No. What was he again? He was an astrologist, Bianco. He studied the sky. He didn't want to go there. Same thing. In my book. You either study the sky to go there or... It's like you on a train. Cry about it. You look at a train or you get on the train and you use it. Hey, just because I go nuts about a city loop, okay? There's there's a time and a place where you bring these kind of things up, but it's not right now. Hey, Bianca, I didn't think you were going to get personal in this segment. Well, you decided to go there. This is Ali's moment, okay? No. It's the moment about those that we've unfortunately lost in these reality shows, they get into a relationship and it seems all loved up but there's a lot of hope for everybody out there that doesn't have love. I'm personally devastated Tate's single. Like, wow. She chose the wrong guy, let's be honest. I don't even remember that season. I don't remember who. Actually, yes, I do know. I kind of vaguely remember. There was this other good-looking dude that everybody said was going to be the right match for her but wasn't. He was left as one of the three. Walking the beach at the end all by himself. Crying. And he was rumoured to be The Bachelor the next year, but unfortunately he never was. Uh, and went got to lucky. that astrophysicist or whatever his name was. I don't know, but with all these results going wayward for these TV shows that express their feelings of love all the time, it's just I feel like we don't... We, we, we let these go on for too long, Kapow. Need to get rid of them. Oh, okay. Even the farmers. Oh, the farmers... You think you've got somebody, then you don't have somebody, then you leave and then you come back and you've got another one. Maybe that's half your problem. You need a farm. Next thing you know, they're going to end up on Millionaire Hot Seat. It's what a lot of people that have gone on reality love shows ended up suffering from. Savage Savage. love. Savage. Carl and Kathy with you for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. Speaking of love, Bianco. Oh, no. Don't tell me you're getting into my love life now. No, we're not. Oh, good. I have a new obsession. I think this could be the next greatest soap opera if they choose to go in this direction. Okay. okay. I am obsessed. Have you heard about Brad Pitt and what's going on in his life at the moment? No, but I know Brad Pitt. 
Okay. Well, obviously, if you don't know Brad Pitt, extremely talented actor, incredibly easy on the eye, was married to both Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie. Not at the same time. I need to make that distinction. Yes, please. Because he's got a new relationship. And let's just say, I think it should be adapted into a TV show called Love is the Pits. Can we put on the dramatic music, please? Love is the Pits? Yep. Guys, I'm so excited to talk about this. I cannot even. Okay, so I've got my notes here. So, basically, Love is the Pits is going to be about Brad Pitt and his new relationship with 27-year-old German model Nicole. German? German. So, if this is your first tale of Brad Pitt, you would obviously, as I've said, high-profile marriages in the past. And normally, if he was to get into a new relationship, that would be big news as it was, Bianco. Yep. The press would be going for it. They'd want to know how Jen felt, how Ange felt, because they're still in a divorce. Mm. But we're not getting into that, because it's all about Brad today. So, he has started a new relationship. However, this is only the beginning of the tale, that he's got a new girlfriend. Right. Because Nicole, whilst seeing Brad, is also married, currently married, to a 67-year-old restaurateur, Roland Mary. I was going to say, this sounded like a weird kind of threesome. Wait for it. Where allegedly they have an open marriage. Now, the plot thickens even more, Bianco, because what's made this stranger is, first of all, they have met at her husband's restaurant... She has served him at the restaurant, Brad Pitt. They lock eyes across at table six, and immediately there's a spark. There's a connection. It's beautiful. Now, it gets even weirder. So they're hooked up. She's still married. She's with Brad, who's 57. What's made it weirder, however, is their most public outing, Bianco. He took her to his French chateau, which, as you do, okay? This French chateau is owned by Brad and, of course, former wife, Angelina, where he and their seven children lived, okay? They also got married in that house six years ago. I don't know if you remember. It was a beautiful occasion. Well, Brad and Angelina. Yep, in the French Chateau. Was that only six years ago? Yep. Wow. They had the kids draw all over her dress. It was beautiful. The press went nuts. So six years ago, they got married in the French Chateau. Do you know when they went with him and his new girlfriend when they visited the French Chateau? On the sixth anniversary of their wedding. Wow. Love is the pits, guys. It can only keep going from here. But to any television network out there, I am telling you now, scoop this up now. Because I've never heard a more complicated narrative. But I'm here for it. I'm invested. And I cannot wait to see what happens next. You could be the narrator. I would love that. But, like, to be fair, though, I just thought it was a common knowledge that in any relationship, whether you're into guys or girls, if you found out Brad Pitt was single and he approached you, isn't it just a hall pass anyway? No, it's not. You don't have to be in an open relationship. It's no. just known. No, oh, sorry. Brad Pitt's asked me out. See ya, honey. Sorry. I'll I, see ya. I feel tonight. sorry for anybody who actually was genuinely interested in Brad Pitt that is a single person that actually had no chance because it turns out he likes people in open relationships. Oh, oh did I mention to you she looks exactly like a young Angelina? We're going to a break. We we need to introduce our next guest, who is the List King royalty with a bit of a fanfare, mm-hmm. I feel like. I think so. 
Producer Jack's rolling the red carpet as we speak. Yeah, that'll do. Bruno Boucher, the list king himself. <laughs> How are you, Bruno? I can't, Catherine. And look, I'm such royalty, as you can probably hear, I'm on a train. So I'm really living the uh, really living the highlight here, the royal highlight. <laughs> Is it a private carriage, at least, Bruno? No, I don't even have a seat. I'm standing up near the door. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day. One day. Um, mate, thanks so much for joining us and having a chat. Your lists have been going off. Oh, thank you. It's such a silly little uh, hobby that uh, that 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 I uh, threw together, and uh, yeah, I don't know. If, you know, if people have seen these lists, but um, you know, I always say, oh, there's to be no arguing about it. Uh, and then before I know it, there's you know, three or four hundred comments about uh, people <laughs> despising Turkish delights uh, chocolate bars. You know, it's, it's a bit of fun. You know, why not argue about something fun? Yeah, now you've been doing it for a year. You brought up the one-year anniversary just the other day. Congrats on that, and I hope there's many more years to come of this great content that you, yeah. you keep. Oh, you're a sweetie, Carl. Thank you. Keep, keep bringing to us when you do. Uh, what was the inspiration behind it? Oh, it, it, it's a bit of a random story. Uh, not to not to um, bring the show down, but uh, I. Um, I was recovering from an overdose, oh. and uh, I <laughs> uh, true story. And uh, yeah, I, I got told, "Listen, you should probably get a hobby." Right. And I kind of had a bit of a think about oh, what what would be a fun hobby. And I just thought, oh, you know, I like to do a bit of like graphic design and stuff, like as in uh, how the lists look. Uh, and 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 I do like a bit of bargy bargy online. You know what? I'll do these lists. And, and before I knew it, uh, yeah, a year flew by and I was like, really random way of starting a new hobby, but I'm, I'm sort of glad I did, yeah. 100%. And they're very, very gripping. Carl in particular is always coming in telling us about these lists. But I want to know, Bruno, you've been doing them for over a year now. How do you stay inspired and keep coming up with ideas? Um, uh, what I'll do is I'll uh, walk through like a you know, a, a, a supermarket and I'll have a look at a product and I'll be like, hey, this product sucks or this product is great and from there the list is born. So in other words, instead of thinking of the category first, I get inspired by how good or how bad uh, a particular product is. Okay. Like, for example, my, my most recent list was like on, you know, big landmarks in yeah. Australia, yeah. like the big banana or the big koala. And and uh, I just had a friend that was uh, in Coffs Harbour and told me how much of a letdown the big banana was. And I was like, yeah, I remember going as a kid there. It's just a banana. It sucks. It's terrible. And so the idea, you know, for the big landmarks was born. So you mentioned Big Banana being like one of the most boring places you could ever visit. Yet it's not in your lowest tier possible in your listings, but you've got the giant koala there, which is a proud Victorian icon. Can, can you explain that? I mean, that thing is so creepy, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it, 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 I, I don't understand how horror movies haven't been done about that bloody thing. Like, <laughs> it just looks so mad and gross. Like, did you... I don't know. Is there, is there a thought? I mean, you guys are closer to it than I am. Is there a thought of of, of, of getting like a, a giant brush and giving it a bit of a bit of a comb? <laughs> hey, why do you kick us while we're down, Bruno? With everything going on in Victoria, <laughs> taking out our big koala. But hey, yeah, I wanna... sorry, I didn't realise that was such a sore spot. Is <laughs> <laughs> now we're the official radio show of the big koala. So how dare you? 
Oh man, I wish I'd known that. <laughs> if you got, if, 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 if you know, I love you too. So if I'd known that, I would have just put it up the top. Like I'm easily bought off, you know. Well, we'll be expecting a retraction from that. Thank you very much. <laughs> the deal. Oh. Now, something I discovered recently, and I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I want to bring it to your attention regardless. There's a news agency out there that posts online. They post a lot of articles. Let's just call them the feet of buzz. And I think they've caught on to how popular your lists are because all of a sudden they're posting lists. And I, I, I couldn't help but think to myself, they might have stolen your idea. Yeah, can I tell you, my thing is this, right? When BuzzFeed posts a list, who actually is the person? Like, you see, when I post a list, it's me, right? Yeah. It's a listing. Come argue with me. I'm here. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give it back to you. You can see it. Give it to me. When BuzzFeed posts, it's like, who, who is it? Who cares? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it a freelancer? Is it just a random contributor? Is it uh, Sir Gary BuzzFeed himself? Like, who, who, who is it? Who are we arguing with here? Yeah, that's a big question. Maybe it's like the new masked singer, the masked lister. Find out who it actually yeah. is. <laughs> that's a great idea. I love that. That's Can you crazy. trademark that? Trademark it and make it a thing. Done. I see it somewhere. Yep. It's a deal. <laughs> and we're, we're happy to be a producer on it or something and, you know, work with you on it because it's. It, I reckon it has merit to it. It'll make a lot of money and you guys are entitled to a great big chance. Done. Well, there we go. Well, I, I won't say no to that. I won't say no to that at all. Now, the biggest question of them all is what can we expect from the next list? Is it in the works? Have you got one sort of up your sleeve to produce in the next couple of weeks or what direction are we going in? Oh, actually, I'd love your advice on this. The one that I'm putting together this weekend is Celebrity Chefs. What do you guys reckon? Oh, I am down for this. Topical as well at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me some of uh, the people that should be up the top and down the bottom. Well, are we talking locally or internationally or just whoever? Uh, whoever. Okay. Oh, Look, great. I mean, before 2020, you would argue the original MasterChef judges would be up there, wouldn't you? But now... Yeah, you're right. But um, George is kind of on the nose now, isn't he? Mm, I think he'd probably be in the pleb tier these days, just just off the top of my cuff. In pe- population. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's not good at uh, cooking up uh, checks for his employees by the sounds of things. <laughs> But I reckon who could be on the top, I reckon you've got to chuck Matt Preston on the top as far as no. God tier. He is God tier to not, me. But he's not a chef. But no. He's not really a chef. He's, he's a, a critic. No, you know yeah. who should be on the top? That new Master Chef judge. What's his, what's his name? The Irish guy, Scottish guy. I don't know. Colin Fasnich? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> not across <laughs> my right, chefs, right. but any of the new Master Chef judges up there, they are amazing. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's good food for thought. And who sucks? Who should be right down the bottom? Jeez. Would you you put Ramsay down the bottom? Um, Excuse me. He's so entertaining, but he's just... Oh, no, Ramsay is top tier, 100%. I reckon you put him in the Adam Sandler tier. I just think that Ramsey's a bit of a one-trick pony. Like, he's always got a problem with something, and it's like, after a while, you're like, hey, there's a bit of a common link between all these mistakes in the kitchen. And it's you. Maybe maybe you're the one that's actually a very bad teacher. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. There you I'm go. It out there. I don't know. I'll be researching it this weekend. So I mean, if anyone has thoughts, uh, hit me up. I'm still, you know, I'm still in the uh, the research phase. There you go. Hey, quick question before you go, Bruno. We did mention the Adam Sandler tier before, which is kind of middle ground on your listing. 
Yeah. What was the inspiration behind naming it after the great man? <laughs> well, look, I, I'm a fan as well, but here's the reality, right? If your partner, you, your partner would never say to you, "Hey, uh, Friday night, it's Adam Sandler night." That's not, that's not really how. Well, it you works. would get that in my house, just for the record. Bianco is his would. biggest okay. fan. Uh, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong there, but what I'm saying is. If an Adam Sandler movie pops up while you're just looking uh, for something to watch, you'll watch it. But you're not going to go out of your way to schedule something in. So that's like that yeah. middle mess here. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not bad. I'm, I'm here. I'm all right. That's still probably one of the nicest reviews he's ever gotten. Yeah, well, that's very sweet of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those... Just a bit meh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Hey, mate, I appreciate you jumping on and having a chat to us. The List King, it, it's a thing. It's not going anywhere. We hope it's not going anywhere because the list that you publish, they, they make my day just to see mm-hmm. not necessarily the the sort of the way you've put play, things in the lists, but the the comments. I live for the comments and the response to, to how you judge it. It just it makes my day. So many people can get off their high horse and get... <laughs> Get annoyed about the way that one person uh, lists everything. It's been awesome to watch, mate. I appreciate you joining us and having a chat today. Oh, Carl and Catherine, you guys are bloody fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on. I love chatting with you guys. Have a good one, eh? Good Friday. Good on you, you Bruno. Too. Bruno Boucher there, the list king, and hopefully it won't be the last time we have him on Southern FM with Carl and Catherine. Plenty more still to come. What a show. What a show indeed. <laughs> Did I forget to do my studio? You were so flabbergasted by the whole show that you just oh, forgot to turn your mic on. It has been so much fun. We've had so many great guests, all two of them. I love them both equally. Peter Hitchner and The List King. The List King. In the same show. Incredible. I don't know how we're going to top it next week. Available I really don't. on podcast later on today as well, just for the record. Plug, plug, plug. We'll be there. Hey, I had a really awkward situation yesterday. Surprise, surprise. I thought you just had one of those every day. Yeah, it's 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 on the daily, if not the hour, at the okay, moment. Good. But I had to make a phone call to someone in New South Wales yesterday. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's the awkward part. We just made a phone call to yeah. someone in New South Wales. No, well, this is what I'm saying. It's okay. quite weird. So I made, I had a missed call. Yep. And I was like, oh, I should call him back. And you know when sometimes you'll retain information for about a second? Sure. And your mind's like a sieve and then you forget? Three yep. days later, they messaged me and was like, hey, can you give us a call? Rah, rah, rah. So I did. And we had a nice chat, like standard banter as you do. And anyway, all of a sudden, this guy turns around and is like, oh, you're from Victoria. And I said, yes. And it didn't actually occur to me until recently, well, as in recently as in yesterday, that people feel really awkward talking to Victorians at the moment. Mm. I don't know whether that's a general thing, New South Wales, Victoria. You know, we've got that rivalry anyway. But this guy, once he found out we lived in Victoria, he didn't know how to, like, talk to me because obviously in the situation we're in at the moment. So he got quite rattled. And so anyway, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, what's it like down there? And I said the general, oh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Go take it each day as it comes, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, yeah, it could have happened anywhere. Like it could have happened here. It could have happened there. I'm really glad it's happening to you guys instead of us, though. And then he realized what he said. And he went on like a spiral. You know when you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole? (laughs) And like normally I will have a conversation with someone and it's pretty chill. But when you have someone on the other end of the line just spiralling, trying to get themselves out of what they've just said, (laughs) and it went from like him being like, oh, yeah, you know, 
it's, you know, I'm horribly sorry that this is happening to you. You'll get through it. Like it turned into like a pep talk. And then at the end, I was just like, oh, well, thank you so much for that. You have a great day. And he's like, you too. Hope all's well in Victoria and hug up. And it was just amazing. But it actually did not occur to me that people would feel awkward talking to Victorians. At the moment. They shouldn't. We're no different, really. The only difference is we can't go anywhere and every other state can. Exactly. But the thing is, we've all been in lockdown already, so everyone knows what it's like. But yeah, it was quite bizarre. It was a normal conversation until the Victoria bomb was dropped. And once it had, there was no going back. Yeah. No. Do you know what I'm really sick of? The television messages on the networks saying, Victoria, we're with you. It's okay. You can get through this. Look, early on, appreciate it. Now where we're near the end, not so much. I think we're all just really tired at this point and we don't know what the next step is either. And so we're just, yeah, we've just hit that point we're cranky now. We're at the end of the party, not saying this was a party, but you know when you sort of get to the end of the night and you're just over it? That's where we're at. It's okay. You're going to be okay. Yes, we know. All right. We get it. We're near the end of the tunnel. The light is nearing. It's okay. Dan will give us an update on Sunday yep. on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers too. Yeah, let's hope it's good news. What a day to find out what's going on with the state, eh? Yeah, a buzzkill, hey? I mean, loves to do that, Dan, sometimes. Anyway, text us in 0404 736. But, but to anyone listening interstate, please don't feel discouraged. We're, yeah. we're normal people. You but, don't have to feel awkward. You don't need to be, you know, it's nice that you care. Just it, don't bash our state, please. In, in the past, you might have been put off by us, but... You know, yeah. don't be put off by us. Yeah, We're... particularly Sydney at the moment. There's no time to be nice. We know how you really feel. <laughs> it's Carl and Catherine with you for Friday on 88.3. We've had such a fun show. Just absolutely jam-packed. Plenty of guests, plenty of fun, plenty to cover, absolutely. as always. Thank you to Hitchy and, of course, the List King, the list not king the himself. List Guy. No, I should have brought that up with him. I should have said... He is somewhat accidentally defamed him by calling him the list guy instead of list king. No, he absolutely proved himself in that chat. List king, guys. Find him on what a the story. socials. What a, what a story of how it all sort of came about. And it'll still be there, which is great. Between that story and Hitchy telling us about the husky, I love it. Oh, yeah. Jasper. Jasper. Little Jasper. Shout out to Jasper, too. Hope he's doing well. So much positivity on the show today. 100% and not from us. Yeah, I know, so right? So what's new? Just love it. Hey, Monday morning. It's not going to be grim. It's going to be a lot of fun. 7 a.m. Well, you said that in unison. 7. 7. <laughs> 7. You'll never hear us on at 6 a.m. That's no, all I'm going to say. Not anymore. Not after no. the last time we tried that. Yeah. But no, it's going to be another great show. But hey, in the meantime, Bayside, Greater Bayside, have a great weekend. We're going to have some beautiful weather. Have you seen the weather? Spring has sprung. Oh, the sun's going to be out, particularly for Father's Day. balls. And the weather next week looks fantastic. You, you look good, Brighton. You look good. And Bayside. All, and outside. all of Brighton looks great. Stunning. It Absolutely looks stunning. Magnificent. It's going to be a wonderful few weeks ahead. Absolutely. But hey, have a great weekend. Hey, you too. Stay safe. Enjoy you yourself. Too. Don't get up at the crack of dawn like I have to the next couple of days yeah, for have work. have fun with that. I oh, know. Early morning starts. It's three days in a row. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to be in a great mood on Monday. You live your best life. You guys are going to look forward to that. Oh, yeah. Have a great weekend. Bye. See ya. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.